0: Talking travel with travel expert and specialist Sally Lucas. And today Sally's going to bring us some news about hand luggage in aeroplanes. We'll also go swimming with well some very special sea creatures in Western Australia And we'll look at cruising involving Northern Lights and North America. And don't get me started on it. I just look at people and I take as little as possible, to be quite honest with you, whether it's overseas or domestically. So I am delighted by this news this week. One of my best Christmas presents. Um, I don't have to glare at people anymore. Um, So from the beginning of this week or Tuesday, passengers travelling on domestic, and it's only domestic at the moment, but domestic airlines across Australia will have hand luggage weighed from... Uh, so it's a crackdown on cabin luggage because I think we're all sick of seeing how much people do take on board. So both Qantas not and... us, of course. Uh, not us, never, never me. Both Qantas and Virgin are going to implement the seven kilo limits, which has really been really enforced. Um, if it's too heavy, then they're going to have to go and check it in to go into the hold and it will count towards their luggage weight limit as well so they might end up putting themselves over if they're not careful Mm. so just be very attentive to this information they are going to be very strict about it um so you know Qantas for example offers the most generous amount of cabin baggage in any um in Australia anyway you get less on some of the others but like Jetstar and Tiger had already um had this in place where they are very strict with the hand luggage rules there as well but I think another reason is apart from being overweight which is a good thing for an aircraft cabin crew and passengers can be injured of course by things moving around you know once you open overhead lockers etc so yes just remember this is in place now effective immediately Mmm, excellent. Mm. Now, who would you like to swim alongside some lovely creatures? We often hear about this in the Galapagos, where they're so not afraid of humans that you can swim with just about everything. Um, and we've talked about recently the dolphins at Monkey Mia. Now, I didn't even realise this, and I went through this little bay when I was over there, Durian Bay, which is to the south of Monkey Mia, and just almost uh, abutting almost to the Nambung National Park where the famous, iconic pinnacles are so they've realized now that sea lions like swimming with you as well so you can now go and swim with these gorgeous little creatures and um some of them are quite big aren't they? oh well they are they can be quite big actually but apparently they they're, they're they sort of got a puppy like nature as well apparently and they're very curious towards swimmers and they've been just observing this through underwater footage so they've had a couple of the uh, new boats over there who have run tours before. They've, they've built a custom built one now with a fibre class catamaran that takes up to 12 passengers and it has you know onboard facilities and also offers they fishing snorkeling as well so you can do something else now so when you're going up the coast you can not only go and swim with the dolphins you can go and swim with the sea lions at durian bay whilst you're visiting the Pinnacles, and it's only about a two and a half hour drive north of perth so even if you're based in perth you could easily go up there and back in a day if you so desired so that is something lovely that we can talk about something else that i thought was wonderful jane a good news story for chrissy i thought um Trafalgar Tours are a European-based tour company, but they operate in Australia as well. Anyway, their, their actual um, CEO has been profoundly affected by the images and his scene of the drought and what's causing the farmers widespread, of course. And only this week they got one of their coaches, which is just new, brought out here to do domestic inaugural domestic trips now in Australia, and they've actually filled it with 1.3 tons of donated dog food to aid the drought stricken farmers and their working dogs. And then, as well as that, when they were up there, they bought 14 pallets of cattle and animal feed from community suppliers, totaling about $20,000. So, what, what happened in this? Some farmers were having their, he found out, were choosing between feeding themselves or feeding their animals. That's mm. how, that's how tough. Mm. it's been so and they want to take care of their pets because they're an important part of them looking after their stock etc so this as i said it's logistically tricky getting it all up there but um and they've done this in conjunction with a non-for-profit organization called rescue resource and they are just amazed and they've they've I donated this to um another organization called doing it for the farmers and they connected them with 14 farm farming families that were most in need of assistance over the festive season they also provided them with a lovely barbecue breakfast etc etc so not only were they taking stuff there they were buying stuff from the local supplies as well so it was helping the whole community in and around the tamworth area so just a nice chrissy story a lovely story for christmas and uh, sally Lucas. yeah let's let's take to a boat shall we let's take to a boat but i guess we get into trouble if we call them that when they're bigger <laughs> than a boat and they're a ship but that doesn't matter whatever you want to call it it's a vessel um now we're going to talk firstly about the norwegian fjords and of course I think you conjure up an image every time you think about that area because there's just so many fjords in that one one country and it's quite a striking landscape. And, of course, that was created by a succession of ice ages which happened over 12,000 years ago. So I just thought we'd talk about some of the places that you can get to visit if you do a cruise of that area. And there's lots of wonderful cruise vessels doing all sorts of cruises around the Baltic and Iceland and circumnavigations even of Iceland now, all sorts of interesting itineraries are out there. Bergen, of course, um, is the well-known area or larger town there, and it's known as the gateway to the fjords, and it's the second largest city of Norway. And it was founded more than 900 years ago as well, and it has roots back to the Viking Age, and was for several hundred years the centre of prosperous trade between Norway and the rest of Europe. So it's a really important city in Norway. Uh, Stavanger, of course, is famed for its many natural attractions and its lovely old wooden houses, um, where you can go to some wonderful scenic land. Marks there, such as that famous cliff that people always seem to have their photo taken on, which I don't know whether I could stand on the edge of it. Um, the English translation is the pulpit rock. I think it's pronounced prikustolen or something like that but they've also got wonderful other fjords the lisa fjord and yes they say it's the most breathtaking viewing platform in the world is what it's renowned for and the other one is the garanger fjord and it's known as one of the jewels of the norwegian fjords so it's got a an s shape which a lot of their fjords do have and it's got impressive waterfalls snow-capped mountains and it's also included on the unesco's list of world heritage sites there as well and yes so once you're going through this area area of this Gurangia Ford there are just many 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 fjords, many waterfalls, so just beautiful things. And even when you get into these towns, like you, for example in Stavanger, they take you on a walking tour of the old quarters, where you've got these charming cottages dating from the 18th and 19th centuries, and most of them are still privately owned residences as well. Um, then you can do a journey um, from Flam, where they have this little railway that goes up through spectacular mountainside, um, as well to the and they go on to the old Viking village of Gudvangen, um, whether I'm pronouncing this correctly and it overlooks another Ford which is also a UNESCO World Heritage Site and it's a beautiful inlet that's rated the world's number one natural heritage site by the National Geographic Society. So look, there's so much you can see and do there that you can cover but there's, an, as I said, an amazing array of cruising companies now are cruising in that area with some fantastic itineraries. So if you haven't yet got to that part of the world why not do it next year and maybe why not do it when you see some northern lights which is usually between around about october november through to april if you're Mm. thinking of doing that as well the other area we haven't really talked about much jane with cruising is the american queen steamboat company we think of it of course going down to the southern areas of course new orleans all around that area which we've talked about before but they also do an area of the northwest the pacific northwest which is the columbia and the snake rivers they're called and these they say have got some absolutely awe-inspiring natural beauty that will leave you breathless Um, they've also got a wonderful gorge the columbia river gorge there and it says impressive mountains vertical canyons and they said it's just magnificent scenery at the gorge the columbia gorge itself cuts through the cascade mountains thanks to the missoula floods of the last ice age and that one of the falls the multnomah falls a snow melt streams plunge they're just full of it's just white looks fantastic plunge over 600 feet in two-tiered cascades cascades rather down a sheer cliff face it's actually deeper than the grand canyon and of Mm -hmm. course you've got Hell's Canyon as well which is another dramatic crack in the earth with raging waters and they do uh, jet boat rides on there as well and that near Portland of course you've got the collapsed volcanic crater of Mount St Helens and so uh, along the way you see bison, deer and elk and they do wine tastings and to stay true to the natural cuisine of the Pacific Northwest lovely staterooms on board something a little different if you're thinking of cruising an area that you might not have thought of before so that's another Pretty area in that northwest part of the United States of America. Okay, Jane. Firstly, Royal Caribbean Line, they have got a little sale at the moment where you can save up to 50% off for your second guest, get up to $1,000 to spend at sea, and if you book by 16 January, you can get an additional $200 to spend at sea on a range of their Pacific cruises. So there's some good bargains to be had there for sure. Now, Holidays on Location, this is a, a lovely little company that represents, um, independent touring mainly but they do do some escorted coach touring they concentrate mainly on switzerland So some wonderful itineraries on switzerland lovely rail itineraries but they do go into germany and the island, and into ireland and the uk as well so they've got now an available any coach tour of three nights or more so they do little short ones you know little area ones of the around cities and so on if you book and pay a deposit by 18 jan you can save a hundred dollars per tour and if you pay paying full by 28 february you're receive an additional um, rebate of $100, so that's Mm -hmm. worthwhile considering as well. We're talking cruising today. So this is um, some limited cabins are left on this wonderful itinerary. It's a Scandinavia and Russian serenade, it's called. And this is valid until the 31st of December on sale. Departs on uh, 25 July next year. And this is a wonderful itinerary. You get two-night pre-cruise accommodation in Stockholm, and then you're doing a 13-night cruise on the Serenade of the Seas from Stockholm to Copenhagen. Wonderful itinerary. And two nights post-cruise. In Copenhagen as well. So you're getting really a lovely, as we were talking earlier, a lovely itinerary around that Scandi area. And this is including, of course, your flights as well from here. So this is an air, land package with your two nights either end as well. And you can get, this is starting from around under $7,000 for the whole package to give you an idea. So that's quite good. Now, if you're not figuring you want to go into those cold parts of the world, you can do a meta- Mediterranean Winter Wonderland still where it'll be a slightly warmer holiday slightly for you warmer. <laughs> slightly well it'll be warmer than going north anyway it should be now uh, this one's a bit earlier though this is on the th- it's fairly soon the 15th of january if you're still thinking a last minute getaway and um that starts from under four thousand dollars and again you've got your airfare into rome flying emirates you're getting four nights pre-cruise accommodation in rome then you're doing a lovely seven night med cruise and a night's accommodation again in rome at the end so that's another good one to consider as well uh, The 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 wonders of india well scenic have just announced their 2019 2020 early birds which are out now and they go through until the 31st of march next year uh, it's limited of course but some of them have got free flights partner fly free and early booking discounts of up to 400 dollars per person the earlier you get in the better the the discount or the rebate you you achieve um Thinking of Japan and it's become such a popular destination these days. A lot of people are going to Japan that never thought they would go to Japan, including one Jane Klein, I think. <laughs> but anyway, we won't go there. But yeah, this is one it's a cherry blossom tour, of course. I mean that's the time of year lot like, of people want to go obviously, but also autumn's just as beautiful with those autumn colours. So this is on the twenty fourth of March. It's a ten day doing what they call the golden route of Japan. Tokyo, Hakoni, uh, Toyohashi, Nara, Kobe, Osaka, taking in all those lovely areas as well. And that's ex-Sydney, twin share, and that starts from under around under $6,000 for that golden root of Japan doing the cherry blossoms. So as usual, Jane, there's lots out there. There's still all sorts of early birds turning up, all sorts of rebates. So yeah, have a lovely um, look around and maybe pick something. If you're not getting away these Christmas holidays, have a look ahead and there's some discounts to go right into 2020. Excellent. Always some great places to visit. Thank you, Sally Lucas. Thanks, Jane. And we'll talk travel again next Friday on 2NURFM. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.